Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We have returned from the stars and we're here to share with you our deep impressions of Starfield. We have been playing a ton. We were so lucky to get a code uh, for the game early. Um, so yeah, we've been we've been really enjoying the game so far and we want to talk to you all about it. It's been a wonderful experience to play through this game uh, and have a chance to play it early. Um, we have not finished the game. This is not a review. We don't do reviews, but we're going to tell you what we think. Um, maybe a good place for us to start is just talk about like how, how much of this game have we played. Yeah, I looked at my hour count last night. I'm about, I think it said like 15 hours in, 14 to 15 hours in. Yeah, I'm in that um, same ballpark too. We we okay. got our codes kind of leading up to the weekend, so yes. um, you know, you hear like, oh, this game's going to be hundreds of hours. The game doesn't start until you've played your first hundred hours. I know. Well, I'm not there yet, but uh, I feel like I have a good handle on what this game is and and yeah. how I feel about it, though. I agree. I think that it's a little bit intimidating when you hear like people talk like that, where like, oh, the game doesn't even start until you beat the main story mode. It's like, no, I'm quite enjoying the main story mode actually. Right. So I think the game has started for me. Um, but yes, I think we're 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 trucking right along here, and we've played a, a significant amount of the game where we can talk to you guys, you know, deeply about what we think. Yeah. Um, before we get into our reactions, I wanted us to just sort of share like what is our history with Bethesda games, because obviously I think most people know us for our Nintendo conversations, but I, I think we know a good bit about Bethesda as well. Yeah, I was thinking about this. Like, when was the last big Bethesda game that I played? And it must have been, what, Fallout, maybe? Skyrim? Uh, oh, Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I trying came, to think back. I came onto them with Elder Scrolls 3 on the original Xbox, and I played pretty much all of their games for a stretch. Fallout 4 is the one that I did not play for whatever reason. And then they, you know, they've been working on this for a really long time. Right. So I feel like I have a good handle on, you know, what the types of games that they make and, mm-hmm. and what they try to accomplish in their games. Um, so that that was interesting to reflect on as I played Starfield. I agree. And I think I might I must have forgotten what it was like to play Bethesda game because quite a few things surprised me. And then when you and I were talking a little bit, you were like, no, but this is kind of what the the games feel like. And I was like, I guess you're right. So I, I must, it must've been a while yeah. because I did get that sense of like, oh, this is not what I expected. So this is exciting for me because we've, we've both had the game. We've both been playing. We've been talking a little bit, but yeah. not in great detail. I, I know, to preserve we've been trying to save it. This conversation. So let, right. let's just jump in. Like, what is your instant reaction having played Starfield for 15-ish hours now? Yeah, I think my instant reaction surprised me. Like I was really expecting kind of more of, you know, n- like more narrative driven. Like I was expecting a lot more big cutscenes, big like drama moments. Um, but what surprised me was like how much 
gameplay there is, which is, I guess, a stupid thing to say because you're playing video games to play video games, not watch cutscenes. But there has just been so many of these big, you know, AAA titles, big open world games that really focus in on, especially in the first couple hours, just like you're, you feel like you're just watching a, a movie with some button interaction in, uh, put into place, you know. And I, I definitely did not feel like that with Starfield. I very felt very much like I was just dropped into the gameplay very quickly. Um, I felt very much in control of my destiny in this game. Um, and I was not overwhelmed. One of my biggest fears um, is that this game is so massive that I'm just going to be like at a loss of what to do. And that, that was not my experience. I'm really happy about that. Like I feel like I'm really like sort of grounded in, 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 what I need to do, what, what my character is, is, you know, what to do with my character. I, I feel good about that. And the only, the other instant reaction that I want to bring up um, is I was surprised at how humorous this game is. Cause on the surface, it can be like very, very serious, you know, scientists, space. Um, but no, it, there is so much humor injected into this game, even at the, at, at the, you know, the very beginning when you're creating your character, I really laughed and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that it, it's a bit more lighthearted than I would have expected. And I actually really appreciate that. So we don't take it super, super seriously. Yeah, there's a pretty serious story, um, but there's a lot of really funny moments and, and humorous things and really imaginative, imaginative things as well that they kind of inject into the game. And I, I really love that. My main takeaway is that this is very much an iteration on the types of games that Bethesda has been making. I, like you, was thrown off a bit by the um, Starfield Direct and the other big marketing beats that they'd had for this game. Because I really couldn't, I was like, what is this game? I see the pieces, but what is the experience of playing this game? Mm-hmm. I could not get my hand on it. But once I started playing, it was immediately clear. Like, oh, this is a Bethesda game. And it is not like the wild revolution where they're making something that you've never seen before from them. It, it has a lot of those same trappings of Bethesda games. There's a lot of things where they've taken it to the next level or expanded things. But if you have played those before, there are a lot of things that you will recognize and will yeah. feel familiar to you. Right. right. Another instant reaction I had was, you know, I made the No Man's Sky comparison a lot because you were exploring all these planets, you were harvesting materials, you were building your ship. Those are all things that you don't in No Man's Sky. I now have swung more on the pendulum to saying, this is kind of in the middle between No Man's Sky and Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. I know you have played neither of these games I or series. I have played neither of these games. I have no Good thing idea I'm what here. you're I've talking about. Um, yeah. it, it, where, you know, Mass Effect is a bit more, is more narrative-driven, character-driven. Um, the game... I feel is pretty close in the middle of those. And and that's been an interesting comparison point for me as well, because I I like both of those other games too. So where in the spectrum that falls has been fun to pinpoint. Yeah. Yeah. I I do think the game is very balanced. I have not played No Man's Sky or Mass Effect, but what I really do like about Starfield is very balanced right now between you, you know, having the agency and the freedom to explore and set your own path, chart your own course. Um, and also getting those big narrative beats as well. And th- that balance, I think, is is well struck. Um, that's what I'm feeling so far. And and I, I really am really enjoying that, that aspect of it so far. Yeah. So the first thing you do in the game is you make your character. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I'm always just have to stop at this character creator and spend hours and hours looking I know. at all this the options. This one especially. This one yeah. is very deep. So I think a good place for us to, to you know, transition to go deeper into the game is like, what, what are these characters that we're playing with? Yeah. And it's really interesting the way that the character creation is handled. Not only are you able to, you know, do a lot of very deep cosmetics that you can change later. There's there's like a genetics kind of thing that you can go to to change your appearance and, and do all that stuff. So the appearance stuff, very robust. Um, literally every option you can possibly think of is there for you um, to create that character and, and make it look how you want. Uh, I will say that they didn't have any long hair. In the initial character screen. What? They only had like shoulder length hair. Maybe it's because you had to wear a helmet. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Anyways, but no long hair. So I could, I have long hair. So I wanted to make long hair, but there is no long hair. Um, but the, 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 actually the, the more interesting aspect of the character uh, creation is like you kind of have to set some traits for your character. You kind of have to pick like, I guess, do we call it a class? It could be a class. You, you pick a class and then you yeah. pick three sort of traits that go right. along with it. And again, in, in the spirit of Bethesda games, like that's that's something they often have in their character creations, which gives right. you a lot of variations. Because I think the character you made is very different from the character I made. I was going to say that the struggles that I have with my character and maybe like the struggles that you have with your character, they're really different. Like they, they do a really good job of balancing these classes. So like, Nothing is to- totally OP or whatever, but you're kind of given, giving and taking with the characters that you choose. So my character, I chose the Explorer class. Um, and once you pick, a, you, if you, when you pick a class, you get a couple of skills that are like kind of tied to your class. So I have like an upgraded laser, for example, for all of the mining that I can do or like any of the exploration that I can do. Uh, I think surveying is another one that I get. So I can like really sort of understand what resources are on a planet. Um, And then for the traits, this is where I started laughing because it was so funny, like the way that they wrote the traits. Um, One of them, I know this is one of them that you picked actually was, I think is really, really funny. But basically the trait is you have like a, like a super fan following you you chose that. No, I didn't choose it. Did you choose it? I did choose it. Okay, do you want to tell them about it? Because I think it's really funny. Well, I, I laughed one, a I lot. Mean, it, it's the throwback to the older Bethesda games. But yeah, like randomly some guy just like comes up to you and is like, well, I'm your biggest fan. And, and you can actually recruit that person to come on your mission and be a member of your crew. And they're very funny. Like they're constantly singing your praises, following you around, <laughs> like lavishing you <laughs> with, with, with praise. Um, it's, it's a very fun option. You know, those, those secondary traits that you choose, I found they often have trade-offs. Exactly. So I got a little nervous with those because like, well, I don't actually know what some of these things are. So yeah. I don't know how big of a drawback I'm signing myself up for. So I tried as much as possible to pick the ones that didn't have really big trade-off choices. Me too. I was really nervous about some of the traits that were like, sign up for this faction. Because I was like, well, what if I don't like what, this faction? What is this faction? What is this faction? What I don't want to be associated with them. So I got really nervous with those. Um, so I tried to, I, I personally tried to avoid those because I didn't want to get like locked into like a certain thing. But um, yeah, I thought the fanatic one was hilarious because it was like, this person is annoying, but they will give you gifts. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. I chose, so the ones I chose, one is um, like, I have more mobility in space. Like I can jump higher. It's called like, like you're not like um, as mobile on earth or on like a planet, but if you're like in 
in space or whatever, you can have like more mobility. So I did that yeah, one. Each planet has its own gravity rating. Right. So some of them you can jump through the roof. It's pretty, awesome. It's pretty fun. Feels really good. And you have a jet pack. And you have a jet. And I think my jet pack is like a bit more efficient as well for okay. this trade. Nice. Um, the other one that I chose was something that I'm, I know you're going to cringe at. It was the extrovert. Oh, yeah. Uh, trait, which you are not in real life. Um, but basically it means that like, you do better if you have like a party with you and you can recruit a lot of characters. I, I kind of wish I chose that trait because you, you end up having a lot of people with you. That's the thing. I, I knew, I knew that I was going to need help because I was really, I'm, I'm going to be bad at some of the stuff. And I knew I needed like a party to help me out. And you do meet so many characters um, in this game and you can recruit all of them to your ship and all that stuff. So um, I have that trait that sort of makes, makes that more, you know, more robust or, or more like effective. Um, yeah. And then I think the last one I had, um, was like something, uh, health related. Cause I was like, I'm going to need more health as an explorer. Cause I didn't choose a class that was really like beefy. So, um, but yeah, they, they all have, you know, various trade-offs and sort of different, um, different, you know, uh, positives and negatives that you have to sort of contend with as you're picking those. Yeah, the class that I chose is honestly a bit boring, but I, I really don't like being underpowered in games where there is a battle component. So I chose the soldier, who's just adept at using different types of weapons and has good health and can just you know hold their own in combat. So that was a pretty good choice for me. I did look, there were a couple others that I thought were interesting. There was one that I think was like the Ronin where they were, yeah, good, they were good with hand to hand, which I'm, I'm interested in. I'm, I'm doing some of that. I mean, I'm, I'm training that up, but it was like very stealth heavy. It's like, uh, I don't know if I want to devote a lot of my time to stealth, but um, I'm liking the soldier so far. The, the, the three perks that I chose. So I, I have the adoring fan who I like. I don't find them annoying at all. Oh, good. Um, I have another perk where, your parents are part of the game. Oh, yeah. So I in sort of the one. first big city that you are in, your parents live there and you can go to their house and you can visit them. And then sort of in the big hub area that you get to later on, they'll just like show up there and hang out and they'll they'll kind of talk to you and, and do things with you. That's that's an interesting one. But I have you have a, to give them money every month, right? You like do have to send home a little bit of money to them. Credits go to right. your parents. I was like, I'm not paying my right. parents. Are you kidding me? No. I think you can they they said like, oh, you don't have to pay this if it's too much. So I think you can actually turn that off later if you can't afford it. Really? If you're a deadbeat child. I, I am very like flush with credits. Like I'm not yeah. want, wanting I, I agree. Yeah. funds. So I guess. So I have a few other thoughts on that perk that I'll talk about later. Um, the other one that I chose, and this one did have a trade-off to it, is you have basically a bounty on your head. And so oh. you will eventually, you will occasionally get stood up by bounty hunters who are trying to get you. But the trade-off is when you have low life, you will do more damage. So again, I, I was just oh. paranoid of like, I don't want to be flimsy in a combat situation. So it's like, how hard could these bounty hunters be? I'll take the trade-off of, of being a bit more powerful. Have you been, um, have you been like in a battle with them yet? The bounty hunters? Uh, yeah, I've run into them a couple times. It's been okay. fine. I don't think I... I have died in space combat a couple times. I have not died in like on the ground combat yet. So I'm, I'm doing okay. Oh, I'm hanging in there. It's different than my experience. <laughs> yeah, you keep telling me like, I'm squishy. I'm so squishy. 
squishy. I don't care. It's okay. I like the exploration. So I like walk. I love walking around with um, that little like uh, scanner thing on. So cool. So yeah. Fun. Yeah. So yeah, those are the characters that we're playing as um, very different. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of classes and, and perks. Mm-hmm. So you can yeah. have vastly different characters, but um, yeah, going back to the, the, you know, those, the idea of the impressions, like what, what really surprised you? more than anything. Again, we had certain expectations going in. Like what, what was surprising? I think what surprised me the most so far is just the sheer variety of missions that you're on. Like this game does a really good job of kind of, you know, kind of just um, flipping what you expect for one of these missions right on its head. You know, like it's like, you go. You kind of start a mission by talking talking to some of the characters in Constellation, which is like the explorer group that you join very early in the game. There's tons of people that you kind of meet and talk to, and they each sort of like recruit you to do a thing. And you know, my expectation was like, oh, you know, we're going to go into a battle situation, a combat situation every single time. We're going to. Um, you know, have to like fight our way through space pirates or whatever to get the thing. Um, and so that was my expectation, but that's, I, I don't think I've done two missions that were similar at all so far. I've done a bank heist. I've done one where I had to like find this, like, like get a private VIP room in a club for like a, a really, you know, big executive meeting. Um, I've done one where it's I think all you've done just, that in real life. I've done that in real life too. Yeah, for sure. I have also stolen um, a steak dinner off of a buffet in real life. Um, just kidding. But um, I've done like one where it's all like persuasion in space. Like you kind of do like ship to ship hailing and you're you're just like trying to persuade them to like let you board. Um, I've done one where it's very much like exploration of like an empty abandoned planet so the, the, just the sheer variety of the different missions and the different characters and their backstory really is interesting. And I feel like it's a great, you know, it's a great thing because it, it doesn't like sort of rely on the same gameplay loop of like, go and find this object and then you like fight your way through a mob and get the object. Um, so that that right now has been something that I've really been enjoying and and I definitely like now I know when I go on a mission that it's probably not what I expect. I agree with that point too. It almost feels like um, a heavy rain or a Detroit game where after they show you all the branching points in the thing that you're doing and they, they yeah. don't show you that here, but it feels like there are a lot of those where, Oh, well now you're doing this, which is going to take you down a different path than the other person who chose the other option. Like in in those missions, there are a lot of those, and and like you said, they're not always combat based. There's there's a, like that that's one of the things that I'm kind of kicking myself in now is like wow, persuasion is like a super valuable skill to have. Yeah, because you can just talk your way out of conflicts that could I do go, that a lot could go really bad for you if you can yeah. do that, <clears throat> and and that's a skill that you can pump up. So I've started to do that now after mm-hmm. the fact. Now that I see, yeah. Like normally, I feel like that's that's usually like a dead end in a lot of games. Um, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's, again, going back to the direct, the direct did a good job of showing you everything that was in the game. But again, to the earlier point, like, I I was like, what is the rhythm of the game? Is it just completely mm-hmm. aimless? And I'm, I feel like I'm going to have some anxiety of not knowing what to do. That pull of the main quest is very strong. Um, and I'm enjoying it quite a bit. And there's a great amount of, of mystery um, and intrigue to it. And the characters are good. So for me, I mean, certainly that aimless 
aspect is there. If you want to do that, if you just want to go to random planets and check stuff out, you can, but I have not had that sense of being overwhelmed, of not knowing what to do yep. because I've, I've mostly been enjoying the main quest, um, which I think compared to some other Bethesda games is, is better than some of the others that I have experienced. I think it's really solid. And again, I think they do a really good job of like threading the main quest through some of the really key, fun, unique things about the game so that you are getting sort of a really wide variety of experiences, whether it's exploration or combat or, you know, that that all the stuff that we're talking about with dialogue, like you're getting a pretty broad, like swath of like all the things that you can do in this game um, through that main quest. So I, I really like that a lot so far as well. Yeah. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go. So why don't we talk about the story so far? Because again, that's something where they were a bit cagey about it. And we do have some embargo restrictions about things that we can't talk about with the story, which I think, I think for good reason now that we've seen some of those and understand those, but like, if you were to just like, you know, quickly explain to somebody what the story of this game is, like, what, what would you say? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. If you just say it in like two sentences, you basically join this group called Constellation. They showed that in the direct, um, they are looking for these artifacts. You have um, been recruited uh, to find them. So you're kind of, again, meeting different characters. Um, they have leads on where the different artifacts are. You know, they're also explorers and scientists and, and apparently CEOs of really big companies. <laughs> um, there is a, the, the rich guy quest that we both did, I think, that we both like laughed at. Um, uh, but... Yeah, and then you you basically go on these different missions to find these artifacts and kind of unravel the mystery of like what these are and and why you're having these experiences and what's happening. And there's some stuff happening that I was like, oh, okay. Um, It's quite mysterious and it it definitely is intriguing. And I'm very uh, excited to find out like what actually is going on and and who my character is and how it fits into this entire story because it's really interesting. Yeah, again, I'm, I'm finding the story to be very motivating because there's a huge mystery around these artifacts and you want to find out like, well, what what are these things? Yeah, yeah. Um, because nobody seems to know. It's like, well, we, we want to get these. We want to collect these. There's things that happen when we when we interact with them. But why are they here? Who put them here? We, we don't have a clue. Right. So that is a big motivating factor. And there's a lot of people in that constellation base who will give you quests and will go with you on quests. And I mm-hmm. found that they all have pretty interesting backstories that they're very yeah. efficiently able to communicate. 
So one who, who you know is is good of, of just kind of having richness, but is quickly communicated. I think his name is Ko, who is kind of like a cowboyish figure. And you, he goes with like you to this too. sort of, um, you know, town on the outskirts of the galaxy. It's like an old Western movie. Right. And he was like, yeah. oh, well, my, my descendant several generations ago, he founded this town. So I have a bit of notoriety with me about that. But I kind of reject, you know, that silver spoon part of my life. And I want to make a name for myself. And, and, and again, like this could be something that they really drag out or, or don't hit the points on very clearly. Like everybody has a backstory like that that's very mm-hmm. multi-layered and, and rich. So even the characters, like like the CEO guy, I was like, you suck. You're just some lame CEO. Like even, <laughs> even, I, funny. even after I did hit his quest, I kind of came to um, click with him much more than I thought I would. Yeah, me too. I, I'm really getting... Uh, a lot of enjoyment out of getting to know some of these characters. I agree that Cole is one of my favorites as well. And I love that mission where it definitely felt like an old Western movie. You're dealing with outlaws and stuff like that. So it, it, and he's dressed like a cowboy, you know, there's like a sheriff in town. So all of that was like such a surprise to have sort of this really like thematic, almost like a, a little micro story um, for each of the characters as you go through the main quest. Um, yeah, that, that was just really fun and, and getting to know these characters and, and, rec- and then you can recruit them to, um, you know, work on your boat, uh, your boat, your ship, um, and, and help and help you and, and go with you on future missions. And, and, uh, they all have different traits and things like that. So having the ability to learn about them and sort of get connected to them is really cool. Are you going down any romance paths? There are romances I saw. Yes, there are. I love that aspect of this. this is so Fire Emblem where they have like some kind of relationship. Well, this is also thing. very Mass Effect. Also, okay, I didn't play Mass yeah. Effect, so I don't know. But yes, I you know me, I'm a I'm big on the tea time. So let's do this some space tea time. I mean <laughs> you can you can drink a, a wine juice box together. That's in the game. It's very funny. Um yeah, I haven't I haven't like gone you know super far on that but i i really love that that is a part of the game as well that there is all these different relationships so tons of characters there's a ton of characters in the game. there there are really a lot um and that was something that i again i was worried it might be hard to keep track of them all but they're all so distinct i, yeah. I don't have um a problem with that so let's so like what, what are your favorite characters so far um, so I really like um the new the new new ish one that i got is is it pronounced Andrea. Her name is spelled with a J, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's just really strong in that. I had to like rescue her off a of planet, but then when I got there, she like did not need the rescuing. She was right. like totally fine. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, who are you resting? Is she rescuing you or are you rescuing her? Kind of like, it was kind of that, that situation. Um, so she's really cool. I like her so far. Um, there's also this person that you meet like right at the beginning of the game. Um, his name is Barrett. He kind of is the one that like tells you to go to Constellation in the first place. Um, I recently got him back. He, there was like a whole kerfuffle with him and we thought he was like dead and there was like all this stuff that was happening. So anyhow, we got him back and um, he is also like just perfect companion um, in, in all my missions. So I've been like kind of going through the, the, later missions with him um yeah and i think the last one that i really like i think his name is vladimir um but he has a really interesting buff grandpa buff grandpa really buff grandpa he like he's kind of stationed as like a 
a keeper of this big sta- space station called the Eye, um, and you meet him. Um, and I love that. I love the way he talks. Like he has like very interesting like turn of phrase. Like every time he says goodbye, he he tells you go catch a bit of sunshine out there. Like that's how he's what he says to you when you're like about to leave on your ship. And that's like it's kind of endearing. Like all these personalities are so endearing, and you totally don't expect this like super buff, tough looking guy to have that kind of like very, um, you know, soft personality, I guess. I don't know. I just really like that, uh, that sort of um, just his, his style. So yeah, so far there's been, there's just been a lot of really great characters and I'm I'm getting a chance to know them more. And I I think it's great that the, the, the game introduces you to so many different types of people. Yeah, I also like Andrea for wink wink reasons. Um, I may have a future hot. romance with her, <laughs> which which she she started, not me even. Um, so that's oh. going well. I really like Vasco, who is the robot friend. Oh, Vasco! Um, I love who, Vasco. Who Constellation had? He Vasco is very much in the vein of like Star Wars droids, where they are comic relief. Yeah, and they deliver like pretty funny lines in this very deadpan robot way. True. Um, I also again. I like the adoring fan. Maybe not you for like everybody, but but I just like it. Adds okay. a bit of levity. So these people, they do come with you on the mission. I've, I've there have been times where I've had up to three people uh, total, including myself, in my party. Which that's another kind of link to Mass Effect, where you would always have groups of three. Um, you can't really give them orders per se, right. but they're good at distracting enemies and, frankly getting shot at and absorbing bullets while I go do something else and and don't absorb bullets. They seem to just take and take and take bullets like nothing. My, Um, my new battle like, um, method is I will go like, I'll just stand in front of like the enemy and aggro them. And then I'll run behind a wall and let them take. Absolutely. It It works every time. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) Yeah. So they're all, they all seem, and, and they also have different classes and capabilities as well. So, you know, later on, you can assign them to do different things, which I don't think we've gotten into that part of the game too much. But I think there's more strategy with how you deploy yeah. them. Like my ship now, like I've got a lot of people on my ship. Like my ship Me is too. happening. My ship's not that yeah. big, but I've got like eight people on it's it. It's like the smallest ship ever, but I, I do have a lot of people on there. How many Some bathrooms you got on this ship? Things. Get in line for the bathroom. There's only one bathroom. Can Shoot yeah. it out into space. And I was going to say, yeah, just, just expend the right. stuff into space. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but you can give them roles on your ship too, right. which is which is right. Cool. Yeah. So we talked a bit about like, how would you categorize the different things that you're doing in this game just to help people get a, a grasp on like the loop and, and how you can spend your time. So we came up with on-ground missions, mm-hmm. space exploration and space combat. So we can talk a little bit about you know, how, how each of those work and, and how we feel about those. So why don't we start with the on-ground stuff? Yeah, so there are some loops and, and some missions or some things that you're doing where you're basically like going to a planet or a space station or an abandoned ship or something like that where you do need to like get off of your ship and go down and, and, and explore that that area. Um, and a lot of the time there is enemies there for you to deal with, you know, whether there, there's a lot of space pirates, uh, you, you sort of get introduced to the space pirates really early on. You're still sort of on your like starting planet. Um, and you're already like attacked by these space pirates. There are also other factions, um, that will 
attack you as well. So there's there's quite a bit of enemies. Space is a is a dangerous place apparently, um, and some of these on ground missions, you know, it's it's very much traditional kind of shooter style. You do, you know, pick up a lot of different kinds of weapons that you can use. You have different kinds of suits that you can put on that will give you different effects to help you in in combat or to help you survive the environment on a planet. Um, there's obviously stuff that you can do to help with your health, like eat things or take medicine. Uh, but a lot of that is very much like traditional combat, you know, where you are like in a shootout with with different people and you can use different weapons. My preferred weapon is the shotgun because I have terrible aim. So I just run up to people and shoot them with a shotgun. You, and you were telling away. me you were having trouble with some of the shooting. I was terrible aim. That's not, that's a me problem. It's oh. not the game. You, there is bad. an easy mode in this game. Are, are you playing on normal or easy? I think I'm playing on normal, okay. but that's okay. I'm okay with it. I'm, right. I'm doing a little bit better now. I also picked up a sniper rifle recently. So now I just snipe them from like far away. And then again, I let my party kind of, <laughs> take care of it but uh yeah yeah although all the weapons you get can be upgraded you find these mod stations so you can add like a scope or different mm-hmm. like muzzles um th- there's yeah. quite a bit of customization i haven't done much of that because i'm still getting i'm still get, you get a lot of weapons if you, you do. want so i was like well i don't know if i've found one that's going to be like my forever worth weapon it. that's worth yeah. investing all these resources into so i've just been cycling through stuff that i've been getting yeah, um, I do occasionally have ammo problems where I like I find I run out of ammo like really fast. Maybe that's how the game intends it to be. They, maybe they want you to cycle through weapons a lot, which is why it's been helpful that I have some competence with melee. So I have like a machete thing, which is pretty good. I just like mm-hmm. run up and machete people. Um, that's also something that I would do when I played cyberpunk was, was pretty melee heavy. Yeah, so I like that. It's fun too. <laughs> I found that. The, the first person, the shooting controls feel pretty good. Um, you know, the other Bethesda games have been first person. They sometimes have not felt super great with the combat. And mm-hmm. Fallout obviously had that VATS system where you could pause it That's and target right. parts of the body. Like, yeah. th- there's none of that. It's like, it's just, it's full on action. It's action, yeah. So I kind of wonder, it's like, well, Bethesda owns id software. Like, did they help them get better at this? Like, is there oh, any any connection there? Because it definitely feels like a very competent first person shooter. It does, yeah. It feels very those. good, yeah. But at the same time, like you were saying from the direct, I was like, is this just like Call of Duty in space when I get onto the ground? But there are so many other points where you can do other things and have other different things. paths out beyond just like shooting up the place. So I, I really, appreciate that. I'm not really, con- if I don't want to, if I want to persuade my way out of it, I am not yeah. forced to do Have you tried the third person camera at all? I have. I've tried all the different I kind of don't ways. like it. I don't like it either. Not for, I, I don't like it, with, definitely not with combat. I prefer first person with combat, which yeah. is surprising because usually I'm a really bad first person shooter person like i just again this is a totally like a my issue i have bad aim and i I was like trying the third person to see that felt better but no i actually do prefer this first person is really smooth the camera is super smooth and it feels like very snappy and fast so i do i think i feel like that's like you can react a little faster. I don't know if that's in my head or not, but I just feel like that's better. Yeah, it's, that's um, another thing that's carried over from Bethesda. It's like, oh, I, I might actually prefer third person. And then I play around. It's like, this doesn't feel no, right. And I go, I go back yeah. to first person. I it's like fine. first person. Yeah. yeah. The weapons, though, you you can also get like different levels. Like there's like a legendary level. So I've gotten a few legendary weapons. Um, 
and they all have like funny names and stuff like that, but they, they do a good job of like kind of taking you down the, you know, the journey of different kinds of, of weapons you can try out and, and different things that you can pick up and collect. Um, so that aspect of it is pretty cool as well. We haven't mentioned the skill tree yet. Um, so maybe we yeah. can cover that. So, you know, you level up, you get a skill point. <clears throat> I think the skill tree has five different categories and it's stuff like, well, combat is its own where different types of weapons, you get boosts. Um, there are some where like, like I said, the persuasion, you can level that up. There's one that's dedicated to ship flying mm-hmm. and all of that. I have yep. been pretty evenly spreading my points around. Something yep. else that you can do in this game is you can actually go in the same skill. You can get up to, I think it's five levels in that. You can train that skill. Right. Um, so so that's a big question I've been getting is like, in the end, how many skill points am I going to get? Because maybe I shouldn't be leveling up certain skills because there might be something deeper in the tree that I could be missing out on. So I, I, yeah. I don't have the most firm feel on that yet. Yeah, I kind of went back to my tried and true strategy with a skill tree, especially with a character that I chose was like, number one, beef up the health. Yeah, like, just focus I did that. On, focus on your health and your physical. Like that's one area of the skill tree. So I, d- I did do that. I, I focused on beefing up my health a little bit. There's also a skill that you can get where it allows you to like carry more weight and everything you pick up, it is like affecting your, like you can only carry it around so much. If you're over your weight limit, you start to like breathe really badly and there's like a bad status effect. So I wanted to like take care of some of those physical things. And then I started to spread my points around a little bit more. I definitely put points into the persuasion skill because I realized too, I'm like, oh, this is pretty important. Um, I, you know, I, then I started putting some more points into um you know, my ship, uh, the jetpack stuff. It, it's pretty ro- like diverse and robust. Like there's tons of different. There's even some things. stuff where I'm like, what? There's, there was one that was basically around cooking where you can cook better foods. And it's like, who the heck is getting this? But I'm sure somebody will. Well, I think you can do that. And then like the food that you eat, like it gives you more health return. Cause now I eat like a packet of like raw hamburger basically and it's like three health or like an old potato um the food looks disgusting in the game by the way it's like space food is bad space food is bad that's the the conclusion it's like all in some vacuum sealed like synthetic meats Mm -hmm. whiskey in a in a in a capri sun I do like the wine and the juice box. Someone should totally make that in real life. Because Uh, then I accidentally drank like three and I was like real, like I was like my character was like dizzy. Like you can see like the world was like wavy. It was really funny. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, those, those skills are, I mean, it goes pretty deep. And and like you said, you know, as you, so I put like, for example, I put something into health and as I was like healing myself, I was like training that skill. Yeah. And then I was able to do like the level two part of that skill. So I, I have been doing that. Um, I don't know if that's the right way. I'm sure there's going to be some, someone, multiple people that will have like, this is the best skill tree for whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm just doing what I think feels right right now. And it's been going fine. So, so space exploration. And I think this is where there is the most angst around this game. Like people seem to be losing their mind of like, can I really explore anywhere or haha, I found some limitation to it. Um, I have kept, this a bit at arm's length because yeah. that that can get overwhelming of you know exploring every planet in the known universe there's a lot of places you can go and see and a lot of times you don't have a particular reason for going right but like how how would you say j- just that that it the exploration functions 
Yeah, I agree. I think this is the most intimidating part for me. Um, I, I did have a moment of panic when I went into the menu and there's a thing that's, that basically shows you the star map and you can just zoom and zoom and zoom and it just zooms out into like five bajillion, you know, planets and each of them have like a million planets for you to like each system. Yeah, each of a, those is a star system that has all of its different planets. Right. And, and yeah. each planet has different like landing and stations and, and different moons and whatever. So I did was like, I, I did do that and I was like, Oh, it's still zooming out. Uh Oh, um, so that part of it is um, a bit intimidating. I haven't really done too much of it. I have been pretty like focused on the main story, which does allow you to explore already a number of planets um and, and different systems so you have not so, just gone to like a random planet to I, have, I did go to earth <laughs> i did i went to earth too because there earth there's is a mission pretty early on where you go back to to our system yeah and and earth the is just like system completely planet? trashed like it's just desert there's nothing there oh, so sad is this like it's a, beyond planet of the apes i know this nothing is like, there this is like a crystal ball into the future um that's so sad but yes i have not like been planet hopping or anything like yeah. that. But I think that is something that I will want to do eventually. I think once I like get a little bit deeper into the game, yeah. I'm going to want want to do that. Cause some of the planets are really there, cool looking and really interesting. There, there have been some times where I have landed incorrectly on a planet I was supposed to go to. And I like landed on the other side of it. Oh. And like, there are some things that like, you'll find like a random base and it's like, well, is this a, you know, a legitimate science base or is this a pirate base? Like, I, I don't know, but that, yeah. that's a big question I have is like, how much of this is actually worth exploring or right. is it just there right. to be there? Like, exactly. like probably would be the case in real life. Like most of these planets, it's like, well, this is what it is. It's a bunch it of rocks. It is what it is, yeah. So and there, I don't there's, know. there's also like a lot of like beyond, um, you know, man, man-made structures and things like that on planets. Other things that, you know, you're exploring is like the local mm. flora and fauna and stuff. And yeah. you, I've seen a lot of images of like crazy looking cre space creatures that you can apparently fight. I have not done that. That seems scary. Um, but that's another aspect of the exploration that I haven't really like totally delved into yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that that's where the No Man's Sky feel does come in because you're cataloging all the stuff on the planet, you're harvesting things on the planet. There are things that you can fight. That is something that is, that is interesting so far and a big difference from Mass Effect where right. so far, like you will find, you know, I would say unintelligent life, like, like, oh, it's a space cockroach Diner, and I'm shooting dinosaur. it or there's like a space wolf or something. Like yeah. there is nothing else that is like humanoid that I have encountered so far. And there, and it's not, whereas like mass effect, it's like, Oh, we found all these other races in the world and now we're intermingling. It's like, no, it's, it's humans is, is right. the big, is the big thing so far. So that's been interesting. And robots. I robots, thankfully robots. I have a number of quibbles with some of the ways the space exploration works that mm -hmm. I think could be addressed in the future. They don't seem like major, major things. It's just, kind of the interface for it and the steps involved feel a little cumbersome and confusing to me. Sometimes you're in a menu for quite a There's a lot time. of menus to do you're this. You're like selecting a lot of different things for you to journey to. There's like cascading menus. So it's like, well, I can fast travel to a system. So I fast travel to the system. Now I have to fast travel to the planet. Now I have to pick the spot on the planet where I want to land. And like exactly. I said, sometimes I've had some misfires where I thought I chose the place that I wanted to land where the mission mm -hmm. was, but I'm like on the other side of the, right. I missed it. Right. Right. So, right. 
But then there's there's other places though where I'm on the ground on a planet and I just choose fast travel and I can immediately travel to somewhere else and I don't understand the rules for this. Yeah, I tried to do it one time and it was like, most of the time you're right, you can like select your ship and fast travel there or you can fast travel to a different planet from another planet. Um, sometimes it doesn't work. Like I was in a cave and it wouldn't let me fast travel. I'm like, okay, is that the rule? Ascend, like we I, need ascend for Starfield. Yeah, do we, get out do of we not cave. have ascend? I mean, we have like a lot of technology in this game. Could we like maybe get this? I don't know. But it's, uh, that you're, you're right though. It's like, what are the rules like sometimes i can do it sometimes i can't so i don't really understand it yeah so i find it cumbersome and i find it confusing and again if if they so choose to fix it i think that's something they could i'm very curious once the game gets out to see how other people feel about this like maybe this is just me i don't know but i've spent a lot of time in those menus and on one hand i'm thankful that there are so many fast travel options because it's a big game it's nice to have those options i just Mm -hmm. wish they were a bit more elegantly implemented. Yeah, there is, you know, you don't have to fast travel at all. At all. You could literally fly in your spaceship to your destination, but it was so funny. You were like, I, that dot's not getting any I closer. I didn't realize that. And then- You did um, it. I did it for the first one. I was like, oh, this is taking a long time. But then I realized I didn't have my engines like very efficient. And so oh, I wasn't yeah. going like as fast as I could. So there's a lot of these little things that the game doesn't really explain to you. Um, that, that's a good tip. With the space travel that so I think is important. In the base, know. yeah, and there's a menu that has help. I think it's worthwhile to read the help, even if you yeah. don't need help, because there are a lot of things right away that can be tricky that you need to know. That It's, it's basically you know an extended manual. Right. Um, so I think it's very worthwhile to read those because there's, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some things you otherwise just wouldn't know. So, so space, yeah. you know, rolling into space combat. So it's kind of, you know, you're in the same ship, so it kind of feels mm-hmm. one in the same. Something you hinted at is, so there's, you have a limited amount of like energy on your right. ship and you choose how you want to allocate it among things like your lasers or your shields or your hyperdrive. I think they call it a gravity drive, but it's basically, mm-hmm. you know, doing those jumps yeah. Um, to, at, at light speed. And that feel, if people have played Star Wars Squadrons, uh, which is the the shooter by EA, it's very similar to that, where it's like, well, I'm, I'm in a battle, so I'm pumping up my shields and my lasers. Or it's like, well, I'm out of combat now, so I'm going to pump up my thrusters so I can go faster. Um, that's a cool idea. It can get a bit tricky in the heat of the combat to, to like bashing the flip these buttons? switches. Yeah. But it's a cool idea. I like it. I think it feels very tactile. I yeah. didn't realize that I was going to have to do all these bits and bobs to to be in my ship and to to do different things in my spaceship. So I, I quite like it, but I agree. It's like sometimes you're like in a panic mode because you're like, I need more power to the missiles or whatever. Um, the space combat is fun, though. It's like really – it feels like – I don't know, like very fluid. You, you, I can only imagine, like you can you can look at your ship in third person as well. And I've done that a little bit just to see what it looks like. And you're just like doing all crazy sorts of barrel rolls, you know, and, and stuff like that in space. And um, and yeah, you, you do have to be really smart about allocating the right amount of stuff to your shield and to your weapons. Um, you can also grab jump out of any situation if you are outnumbered. That's happened to me once. I was overrun by pirates, had to leave to quickly allocate all the power to the grab jump um, and get out of there. But that, that does feel, it feels satisfying. You're like, Oh, I escaped a tough situation. You know, like th- those moments feel, feel really like real and, and 
you know, really satisfying. So yeah, the space combat is the thing I think I've done the least of, I guess I could go seek it out, just start shooting people (laughs) and, and bring it upon (laughs) myself. I've only done a handful of battles, so I I don't yet have a a feel for for my playthrough, how big of a component that's going to be. You can also upgrade your ship. Um, that's something that's, that's opened up to me. You do eventually get, um, you can get other ships and you can even build your ship. So there's two things in the game that they, they're pretty clear of like, these are late game things that we have not had a chance to try. So building the ships yep. from scratch, that sounds like something you get pretty deep into the game. We haven't tried it. The other thing is building bases on planets, yeah, outposts. Um, which was, and those, both of those were a big part of the direct. Um, we're just not at a point where that's, that's an option for us to yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think makes sense. It's like, don't, don't, That's Don't give people that much to do from from the first moment. Right. You're getting thrown into so much already. It's going to be tough to to do so much more. Yeah. Yeah, But yes, I I have been looking into ship upgrades, you know, and seeing if I can, if there's anything I can do right now. You also have to repair your ship. Your ship does take damage. Um, You and I both had a lot of problem with the docking. Oh, my gosh. Which was so funny. That's another UI thing that drove me nuts. So you can find things like um, a space station or mm-hmm. there are other ships other where ships, you can yeah. dock with them. And they don't explain how to do it. It's in the help menu. But you see the thing that where you're going to dock into. So you're like, well, here <laughs> I go. I'm going to drive right into it. So <laughs> it just explodes. <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? But there's yeah, actually so funny. a button prompt that you kind of can't see. Like It's, it's tiny. It's like within another menu. So you can choose to dock. So it's like, it's one of yeah. those things like, well, I've done it once. Now I know how to do it. But there was a lot of the like. The first time we both hello? exploded our ships. We were like, <laughs> what? How do you do this? Like, and I was laughing because, you know, docking is one of the most like nerve wracking things in sailing. And, and I, I hated doing it when I was, when I'm sailing. And I'm like, this is just like sailing. You like just crash into the dock. Like, that's not great. Yeah. Um, but you do have to like, you have to get it within a certain feet. So you have to like look very carefully at like the tiny little numbers going down to whatever and then you had to press a button and then like press another button and i did not realize that was the case um until like yeah a couple tries in but yeah it's pretty funny now we can do it one thing we should say that i think is unique about how the two of us are playing the game is we both have the xbox series s yes so the game's obviously on on the xbox and pc this is the the very you know low spec version of the game that we're playing and there's always so much hand wringing about the quote Bethesda jank that I think we need to take a moment to talk about what we've seen. Yes, yes. I have not had any issues. Um, I haven't either. With my Series S, it is doing great. I have not um had any problems with lag or frame rate drops or anything like that. I, I feel like very comparable to to probably someone playing on another platform. So Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. think we know that the FPS is capped at 30 on the Series X. So really all I feel I'm missing out on is the, you know, resolution, which I, you and I are the can't type tell. of people like kind of squint at. It's like, I can't really tell the difference. So I've, I've actually been me. very impressed with this. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great way to play the game. I've, I'm happy for Bethesda that the game is in really solid shape for how yes. big for how big it is. I'm sure that was really tough to test and and get a really clean version of it out there. But they they seem to have done it. So, I think so. so. Kudos to them. Yeah, I, I I personally have not run into anything, and I was fully prepared to run into something. So yeah, feels good. Yeah, feels good. Totally. Runs great. Yeah. 
Uh, we have talked about a lot of the game. Any other little odds and ends that you want to flag as things that you liked or didn't like? Um, yeah, I think this is a very small thing. And I think also maybe a my problem, but the font is very small. <laughs> like, you can cannot. turn, you can make it bigger. You can? Did you do that? No. There's an I option in the menus. Yes. Oh, thank goodness. I made the font like, bigger. Yeah, the default it. font was was ridiculous. Especially small. like the menus, I'm like squinting at like, the is this tiny. Is the PC font? Font? Oh, maybe. I don't know. The default. Maybe they didn't it's come so up with small. different font sizes. And also the the sometimes when you're like reading something over the game screen, it's like really hard to see because it's like the very thin, like you know, like um, retro looking typewriter font. So you're like, I can't, I can't see that. Um, Okay, well, that's good. I'm going to do that immediately because I can't see anything. <laughs> what do you think about the music? I really like the music in this I game. love the music. It's like a good cross between like ambient space vibe, atmospheric kind of stuff like that we both really like, I think. Like when we play like Metro games, for example, like we love the just like this atmospheric stuff that they do. But also there's like a legit soundtrack um, that is like – super good too. Uh, and, and obviously when you go to different cities, when you go to different areas, we did go to the Euro club that had the beats that were dropping. Um, I gotta fantastic. say the, the club scene, the space club scene, I give the edge to mass effect there. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Like, so, so again, like with the comparison, mass effect is very like inspired by like 70s sci-fi. So it's very synthy. Mm. Um, Whereas I think the music of Starfield was much more orchestral and just big feeling, which matches the tone of the game. But at the same time, it's also very memorable. Like that kind of main theme, like I, that's, that's firmly planted in my head. They do a good job of matching whatever you're doing musically Mm -hmm. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really like it so far. And I also, I think that the menus beyond the, 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 the little, knit that I had about the font being small. The menus are really slick. Like you go into a menu, it's like a wheel kind of thing. It just feels like very, very sophisticated and like pretty, honestly. Like the design of it is like really- It could have been a mess, honestly. There's so much that they had to jam into that menu. Like honestly, like I don't know how some, some you know, designer, UI, whatever, did a great job of just making it feel like super clean you know, super slick. Um, yeah, I, I think it. I think it looks really nice. Yeah. Nitpicks. Font. The font. I have two things. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Um, I have more, but you can. And if they're kind of the same, of the same theme, where most of the game's voice acting is really well done and matches the characterization of these characters really well. But there are some examples where I found it to be poor that really take me out of the experience. Mm. And I was like, wow, why? how did they let this slip through when everything else is so high quality? So I mentioned you have your parents. The the uh-huh. voice acting for your parents, I find, is bad. Oh, and man. it's just very like, hey, sport, welcome back home. It's great to have you back in the empty <laughs> nest. It's like, what? What's going are on here? Are they supposed to, they wanted to, like... Make, make it cheesy on purpose, maybe? I don't know. And again, you know, like I said, that the parents eventually will meet up in that main constellation hub. So it's like, well, here's all these other characters who are very rich and, and extremely oh. skillfully done voice acting. And then it's like, 
oh, I made you some meatloaf. You must be hungry. <laughs> what the heck? Can I, hey, parents, get, I'm going to kick you to the curb. Stop sending them money. Stop sending them these checks. Come on. Um, the other thing of that theme is, you know, the, the world building is very good and there's a lot of interactivity. Like there's so many things that you could just pick up and take with you. And it's fun to just look around because there's a lot of stuff. Yes. But occasionally there are things that just feel like, was this a placeholder? Was this meant to slip through? So, like, so for example, like in some of the residential areas, somebody will have like a poster that just says football on it in like a really like bland font. And it's just like, yes, I'm a huge fan of football. Okay. <laughs> and, it, and again, it just kind of takes me out where it's like, oh, you have 99% of this vibe and this look nailed. But then it's like, oh, you just missed a couple things. That, that... It's a huge world. So right, gotta, right. Gotta so little, it, it's hard to get there. too hung up on that. But if, yeah. we're, if we're picking nits, those those That's are some things that for okay. consistency just had to, to yeah. stand out for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I do have a couple of little things. And again, I feel like maybe it's just I haven't figured it out yet. So I'm going to keep going and, and see if it's something that is just a, a me problem. It, it is interesting to play a game pre-launch again. Like we haven't done that in a while. And I cannot look on the internet for like help. You know, like nope. I, I don't, there is no you know, got walk through, like, I'm just, you're by yourself, you know, or with someone else that's playing the game. Um, but one thing that I found to be like really tough is, um, like there's some stuff that I, I need for missions that was really difficult for me to find. Like, like I what? needed like a digi pick lock pick thing. Oh yeah. And I like could not for the life of me in the town that I was in, like get enough of those. Um, there was also like a time where like, I really needed like medicine. And once you like buy out a supply from the, the med, the, like the hospital, like it doesn't replenish. It didn't seem like it replenishes. Yeah. Some of those resources are kind of like the ammo where you can, you can burn through those Yeah, pretty fast. Yeah. And I don't I know where to get them. I find I that I, I, I find a lot of those just in the environment, just poking around. I did so too, I, but I haven't hit a point where I like, Oh, I don't have any left, but I could see how that could happen. Yeah, that and and the ammo too. I'm like, what ammo do I need for this? Why do I only have like three bullets? Um, so yeah, there's like some like resource management stuff that again, maybe it's a my it's a problem. The answer as always remains get good. Krista. Get good. Yes. Yeah. I can't just hammer those med packs, I guess. And I need to be better at picking a lock because those digikeys, <laughs> I can't can't find a digikey to save my life. I was wandering around that neon city for like 30 minutes. Looking for oh a no. So I, I did, I was like, what, where is this? What's happening? Um, so yeah, there's some, some resources, resourcing, resource management, I will say. Um, that's a little bit confusing. There's also like an inventory thing. That's a little confusing. Like there's inventory on your ship. You have like a ship yeah. inventory. I, again, I had to read a guide for this cause I was like, what is happening? And then you also carry a lot of stuff. Like I said before too. And if you overburden yourself, it's pretty detrimental to your character. So it's like, where? how do I transfer? Can I transfer this to the, like, I don't know. You can jettison the stuff off your ship too. I don't know why you would need to do that. Um, I haven't really done too much of the crafting yet. So I'm just like sitting on all of these resources. So I don't know. Well, you really There's, got warmed up with the nitpicks. Those, those are the things that I'm, <laughs> my personal struggles. Okay. Again, could just be me. Maybe I just need to play more. I don't know. 
Um, I think a good way for us to wrap this up is to go back to how we were feeling it and sort of answer a question that we were left with after the direct. I think we both kind of said to ourselves, like, wow, this looks like it could be the most ambitious game ever made. Um, and maybe the most ambitious game that we will ever have played. Now that you have sunk, you know, 15 hours into it, yes or no, do you feel, do you still feel that way about it? I think it's definitely a very ambitious game. And again, I think we were both super impressed at the quality of such a huge game so far. I feel like right now I may not be at a point 15 hours in seeing the to see the whole breadth scope of this game. You know, you and I have been very focused on the main storyline. That is that can be, you know, quite linear. You are being asked to go to certain things in the game, going to going to certain places and do certain things. Um, so the exploration part of it, I just don't haven't really done enough of it yet to understand like what what that will encompass. So while I think it's a very ambitious game, I'm not sure I can say it's the most ambitious game ever made right now. What do you think? Um, my cop out answer is I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel I feel less so about that than I did after the direct. And I don't know if maybe that was a feeling they were shooting for with that direct of just like overwhelming the player with or, or the, the, the viewer with all these things that you can do. But I just had a real sense of relief when I started playing this game, which is like, oh, it's not going to be just a free for all. And I have to decide of these 10 things which of them am I going to do? How do I do it? Like it does have, if you want a very, you know, guided experience through the story that is there. And that is very, very good. Thank goodness. Because I was worried yes. about that. I didn't know coming out of the direct. Yeah. So that that's great. Um, but then also like there is a ton to explore, which I have not you know, really felt comfortable digging into yet, but I'm sure I'll reach a point where I will. And I'm glad it's there. And that's, that's, that's the rest of the question that remains to be answered is what, what do, can you get out of that as you get deep and deep into it? So I think they've done a pretty good job of serving the both sides of the audience, like the people who want to spend hundreds of hours mm -hmm. and the people who just want to kind of get in and out of the, of the main story yeah. um, and, and maybe want to move on to another game. So very, and I think that's harder to do than we maybe always give developers credit for. So exactly. I think we were both so curious, like what is the first couple hours of this, of this experience going to look like? Like after that direct, I, I could not answer that question. I was scared. I was like, is the first two hours going to be just like this dump of stuff? And you're just like, after the first, you know, entry into the game, you're like completely throw your hands in the air. Like, I don't know what to do next. That's not the case at all. And um, I was really impressed with sort of how they kind of slowly bring you along on this journey, showing you that there's more out there, but you don't have to do it right now if you don't want to. Uh, I think it's done really smart. So um yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm relieved because I was like, I'm never going to sleep again. I'm just going to be playing Starfield for the rest of my life. Um, I think I'm going to be, be playing Starfield for a really long time, but I kind of, kind of feel very like grounded now. And like, I, I know what I'm in for. I know what I'm going to be doing. It's really fun. You know, I really like it. Um, so I do feel like 
a lot better about it. Like then this big vast unknown of like, oh gosh, like we're going to sink, you know, millions of hours into this thing. And who knows, who knows what happens. Hate to break it to you, everybody. Starfield is good. Yeah. Let the discourse continue. <laughs> oh, the discourse. Oh, the discourse. The discourse before this poor game has even come out. Before Ridiculous. the reviews <laughs> have even come out has been unreal, people. Let's just deep breath and, uh, and maybe save some of those judgments for when you play. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we'll have more impressions in the coming weeks on the Kit and Krista podcast. That's out yes. every Thursday. Uh, get a date early on our Patreon. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to be digging into this game more and talking about it more. Yeah. All right. We're going back to the stars. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>